0: Welcome back to a very special episode of the Apple Circle Podcast. Folks, it's time. Invites are out really early this year. The date is locked in. September 7th is the day the iPhone 14 and Apple Watches and maybe even AirPods will be announced. We'll get into everything we believe We'll we'll see on September 7th, all the last-minute leaks. We've got some uh, juicy new details we'll discuss. Also, I think there's a couple of controversies I want to discuss with you too, Matt. Of course, Matt Gonzalez here, as always, on the Apple Circle Podcast. Matt, how's your day going?
1: Going well, going well. Yeah, it's an exciting time. The Apple Far Out event is official. Uh, Like you said, lots to talk about. And I'm excited to hear what these controversies are because I don't don't think I've heard them yet. But um, before we get into that,
0: I think we have some user-submitted questions. Be nice to get to We do. So if you didn't know, we have a podcast hotline, which is 949-354-3508. You can call it, you can text it, leave a voicemail, tweet at us. We love to hear from you guys. and We want to answer your questions. And one of the questions we got was from actually a returning listener, question submitter, unknown person's name. But they did ask that now that the event is official, will we see an iPhone 14 with a pill-hole-punch combo uh, cutout? And to that, I'll say yes. And I have more to say on that, but I think I'll come back to it in a second. But Matt, what's your uh, answer to that question?
1: Yeah, I I think so. Uh, I guess just to clarify, we're still expecting four iPhones, the uh, 14, 14 Max, which is the new size we'll talk about more in a second, 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max. The only one that will get that pill, eye shape, cutout thing is gonna be the Max version. So, uh, you know, Take that what you will. But I think that is going to happen. We've never... We haven't... For months now, we haven't heard anything to the contrary. It's like this eye-shaped cutout is coming. So I, I think that's still coming. Um, but I, before we get into, like, details of what we're expecting, I think it's interesting just to talk about this event. Because there's some, yes. there's some... Differences just off the bat, at least for the last few events, first of all, this is an in-person event, which is interesting. Uh, I guess Apple's finally ready to take that step. This is going to be at the Steve Jobs Theater. If you did get invited, you have to RSVP, and you're actually going to go there, which is interesting. And you also said this is a very early announcement, which is uh, basically two weeks early. Usually they do like a week in advance. And... I guess you could read into that a lot, but I have a feeling it's just because two two things. One, this event is on a holiday or a holiday week. So Labor Day is on that Monday, right? Yes. Um, and then the event will be on the seventh, which is on Sat or. Saturday, Wednesday. Um, so, you know, giving some extra time to plan for that holiday schedule. Um, and then also it's just, I feel like we're a little rusty. Those of us that go to events, a little rusty, got to, you know, remember how to book, book hotels, book flights for these events. Um, but I think, you know, that's just kind of obvious stuff out of the way. What did you hear about this invite or the event in general?
0: Well, interesting. So, I've seen some confusion, and I don't think we really know the answer, as to what this event is. And let me clarify that. We had heard a couple of weeks ago that Apple was starting production on this event. They were going to record the event. They were going to do a recorded event that they would record, edit, and then publish, or I guess broadcast live on event day. That's what they've done. And WWDC, back in June, introduced sort of this hybrid where you'd go, you'd watch the event, and then media would go to the Steve Jobs Theater to do a little hands-on briefing, see the products, get questions answered, stuff like that. I've seen some confusion, and I think I have an answer to this, but I want to know from you, Matt, have you heard the confusion on whether or not this is a live event like the traditional Apple live event where Tim Cook walks on stage and they do the demos live, or is this a for lack of a better word, glorified viewing party where you go, you sit down in the Steve Jobs Theater, you watch the event, then the media will be ushered upstairs where they can do actual hands-on with the devices.
1: Hmm. I guess I never really thought of that, but... My my assumption, just by the way it's worded, is that this is a traditional event of old, like before the pandemic and everything. This seems like that type of event uh, because they said it's live in person at the Steve Jobs Theater, whereas at WWDC, it was very specifically worded that this was a come to the Steve Jobs Theater and actually watch it, you know, so... I, but yeah, oh, I guess if we got if we got
0: word, uh, let me see if I can find it, but give we have, us your, your thoughts. Uh, we have conflicting opinions because I'm under the, under the assumption that this will be pre-recorded and they're just going to show it live and you'll go and you'll watch it and then you'll go get hands-on time with the device. Because I mean, we've talked about this before. I feel like the level of control Apple has over those productions, the pros outweigh the cons. We've seen time and time again where demos don't work right. We saw it with the iPhone 10 and the iPhone 4 and a number of other times. I feel like they have so much more uh, control over that video that it's almost worth the hassle. It's to their benefit to pre-record it. They can get the message out exactly as they want to. They can get the exact shot they want. They can 3D render whatever they want. And then they can sort of keep the entire event in their realm of control. And then they can give press hands-on time. So it's sort of a best of both worlds. But there has been some confusion. I think John Gruber at the Daring Fireball had an interesting little excerpt on this. I'm going to read from his Twitter here um, about the wording, an updated version. He says, update, also worth noting, the event is scheduled to be held in the Steve Jobs Theater. And then in parentheses, to be, Let me. Let me I got to zoom in here because my old eyes here are failing me. To be peda- uh, pedantic, the invitation says at the Steve Jobs Theater, not in the Steve Jobs Theater. But if they were holding the media event outside, like the WWDC keynote, I'm pretty sure they say the event was at Apple Park, not Steve Jobs' theater. WWDC media invitations made no mention of Steve Jobs' theater, even though the hands-on area was held in the theater's upstairs atrium. Attendees must provide a proof of negative COVID test, but otherwise it sounds like Apple's events are going back to normal, or perhaps we're beginning the new normal, I wouldn't be surprised surprised if it's more of an event that is pre recorded than performed live on stage. So interesting how we really don't know because I was noticing too. It says for the media events that I saw, it's going to be at the Steve Theater, and Then you can also watch it online. I don't think it said like at WWDC, It said it's going to be broadcasted online. So what kind of event are we going to get? <laughs> I don't know. I think
1: I think we're going. I'm trying to find it on my uh, on on here right now. I think we're going to the good old days of what these events used to be because I'm, I'm trying to find it here, but just the way it's worded makes it, I got to find it here. Hold on. I'm looking, uh, so here's what it said, the iPhone 10 announcement, which was the first Steve jobs theater announcement. This is back in the day before pandemic, obviously this is 2017. So it says it's the same wording. Join us here, September 12th at 10 AM Pacific to watch the keynote, the first ever event at the Steve jobs theater not in this. Come on, John Gruber, you're getting too specific here. I, I don't think that means anything. It says at the Steve Jobs Theater, because that's where it is. It's at the Steve Jobs Theater. So I, I think this is a typical event. Now, I kind of see your point that, you know, these pre-recorded events are actually very good. And they're very interesting. They're well produced. And I think Apple has had fun producing them. But at the same time, I, I, I think Apple prides themselves on having the best types of keynotes. And if we can enter the you know, quote unquote, normal world we used to have, then I feel like Apple would be a company to do that. They like tradition. They like that kind of thing. So I think we're, I think this is the first time we're finally going to have a regular event. And the the other thing I was looking for, I'll I'll find it here somewhere, but they have for WWDC, it was the beyond uh, WWDC or whatever they called it. Um, I'll I'll find it, but uh, let's see what it says here. Yeah, I got to find the actual thing. But I wanted to find the wording that they did for the WWDC event because Mm -hmm. I very specifically remember it being, you know, called out that this was a watch party type thing, not that it was
0: an event. And, you know, to your point, I went back, I tried to look at the WWDC invites yesterday myself. I was like trying to scour the web for like the wording of these events, and we don't know. And I guess for those who, I mean, it's not unsafe to assume. Uh, am I saying that right? I don't know what even I'm saying. But basically, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe many of you guys listening and watching this podcast have never seen a an older style Apple event. I think made, many people, quite frankly, might have jumped on the Apple bandwagon during the pandemic and or maybe at least started watching the events during the pandemic when everybody started working from home and they could watch them, uh, you know, during nine to five jobs. And... The only event they know is the pre-recorded event. And if you haven't seen the older events, I'd highly recommend you go back and watch them. What was the last in-person Apple event? I don't even know at this point what that would be, um, but you'll notice that it's just a different feel. It's more live. In a way, it's more interactive. It can be fun. And I'm not saying that one is better than the other, but there's definitely a different feel. And I just think for Apple, the Apple, I'm assuming... That is in control here in 2022 is one that values control more than anything. And I think that the pros outweigh the cons with a pre recorded event, but I'm just not sure now. I'm very curious to see what's gonna happen on the 7th. Yeah, and
1: yeah, no, I get that. I think what we will see is people on stage doing their typical announcements like they used to, but we're gonna have a lot more videos like we do in these pre recorded events because they love their transitions, they love their. Um, you know, when they do the product announcement, these crazy videos, their ads, I think they're going to do that still, but it's going to be the people on stage delivering their remarks. And I think it's really just because it's time to get back to that. And I guess if there is an event to do it at, this would be the perfect one because it's kind of, at least from what we'll talk about in a second, what we're expecting, seems kind of easy, like the iPhones, the Apple Watch, and maybe AirPods. So it's like, what are we going to mess up here? There's no revolutionary features. Everything we're going to be talking about is basically going to be a slide on, on, on on a screen, so we're not going to mess up, you know, demoing the new VR headset or anything, right? So I don't know. I, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Like, it makes sense that we'd be going back to in person. Um, plus, like the two weeks in advance, like they really are emphasizing this is in person rather I, than.
0: I don't. You know, I don't know. I, I have. I have a feeling that it's my gut says it's pre-recorded with hands-on time. That the the media will go to the Steve Jobs Theater to sit in the seats and watch it on screen. I don't know, though. I, I don't know. Yeah. no. I mean, I
1: guess it's impossible to know. We're not going to know until it actually happens. No. But I just... The way it's hey, worded is exactly the way it was worded before. So...
0: I'm actually, super curious. You know what, now let
1: me... No, well, I guess it's not going to matter because they're... 'Cause they always let me what's the last not before WWDC, what was the March event? Uh Apple, yeah, March, March eighth, event.
0: Event. March I think I wanna say.
1: I've like looked up these videos too many times. I'll just look like, up this. I'll look up this invite and see what it said. Uh nope. Come on. You'd think it'd be easier. Because okay, I think usually it was like watch
0: event. watch online at Apple.com or something.
1: Okay, I found it. Here what it says. Please join us for a special Apple event broadcasting from Apple Park. So I don't know. I guess we could talk about this back and forth all day. We're never going to know, so I just—I I, I, we're putting our bets here. I think it's going to be an in-person, typical event that we used to have, and you think it's going to be pre-recorded. Pre-recorded.
0: Yep. We'll see. Uh, we'll right. see who's right. I'm really curious, and I guess to that end, it, since we're talking about the semantics of the wording, let's talk about the invite because we always love to do a deep dive and see what it means. And lately, I feel like there really hasn't been a lot that they've said. I mean, what was the WWDC invite? Was it anything? It was the Swift
1: logo?
0: So nothing. The March yeah. event, though, that one was colorful Peak and that, performance. that did uh, show um, M2, right? Uh, or yeah. M1? No. No, 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 that was that M1 was, Ultra. Uh, M1 Ultra. So there was the new chips. That's what Apple does with the colors with the chips. Okay, so there, there's something there. So this one with Far Out, a couple different, different. Uh, if I can speak, a couple different interpretations right off the bat. Uh, far Out. Space theme, we're talking astrophotography, we're talking satellite connectivity. I've seen some speculation that there's going to be a VR headset mentioned. But I still think that's a stretch. Yeah. That's what stretch. do you think this theme means? What is with the space and the far out tagline?
1: So you know we love to read into these things on one on one part of my brain I'm like this is going to be a California streaming type of thing where <laughs> they called it that and there was absolutely no relation to anything like it, it didn't there's no point so on one hand that's what I'm thinking it's this is it's just a cool design on the other hand far out I got to assume it's a satellite thing but that's also yeah strange like maybe well okay here's here's an idea there's no I guess this is not going to happen, but because I feel like there'd be more leaks about this because there's like FCC regulations and things you'd have to go through. But like, what if the satellite connectivity is like the precursor to uh, Apple cell phone provider rather than just an SOS feature? And there's actually more to the story than just, you know, you're out in the middle of nowhere and you have SOS.
0: I mean, there's, that definitely is a possibility. I think that if the theme of this is around space and around far out and around satellite connectivity, there is definitely a case to be made that this is a bigger feature that needs a lot of explanation that we don't know about. There's more to the surface or more under the surface here, rather. So if Apple's going to theme the event around this feature, then I would, yeah, I'd I'd hope it's more than just, hey, you can make a call or send a text, you know, anywhere with these uh, low-orbiting satellites. Um, What stock do you put in astrophotography? Because that also seems to make a whole lot of sense. We've heard nothing about that this year. It was a rumor last year with the 13 Pro, Do you think that's got a decent shot now of happening? I I think it does.
1: And I guess the reason why they could, you know, formulate the whole invite around that particular astrophotography type idea is because we're expecting the camera to be really the big feature here. So whether or not like the camera on a whole is gonna be a big thing and maybe one of the big features is astrophotography, which has been rumored for years at this point. Um, I mean, we had the Pixel 4 really do the first astrophotography Photography. Photography uh, feature back, what, what year was that? 2017, 2018, 19, something like that. 2019, I think. Um, but so, you know, we've been waiting for the iPhone to get this kind of feature, and it kind of does it already with the night mode, but it's not strictly astrophotography mode. It's just like 30 seconds. Um, so I could definitely see that happening. Um, I'm trying to think of what far out. I guess another rumor, it's, it's not really rumored, but I guess there's hope of this that maybe the periscope camera will actually come. I don't think I'd be ever... shocked. Yeah. I'd be shocked in that because we've kind of heard that that is not happening. That's going to be an iPhone 15 thing at the earliest. Um, but I mean that far out, that makes sense to me, right? Like it's a 10 X zoom or something uh, and you pair astrophotography with it. I mean, there's some cool things you could do there. Um, and you know why I think that is not completely out of the realm of possibility and is because Correct me if I'm wrong here, but we haven't actually seen any schematics or like parts of this phone, which we
0: usually do. But I feel like we haven't. Is that true? Yeah, I don't. I all I know is like the CADs and stuff. I don't. But that's think the outside, so. not the inside. Right. So I'm just saying it's possible. We don't know what the camera is necessarily. To to this point, which is a really a great point, I want to kind of get into as well. Um, how do I say this? There's always some speculation on. What if the leaks are totally wrong? Like, what if the iPhone 14 looks nothing like the renders and the leaks and everything, and Apple has pulled a fast one and they do something amazing. What percentage do you think that's actually real? Because let me be clear, we have seen before when leaks are wrong. The Apple Watch Series 7 last year, that leak was totally wrong. Multiple sources got it wrong. That has existed. In my thinking though, with a product so popular, so in demand, with leaks so crazy as they are around the iPhone, I can't think of a year in recent memory, especially as close as we are to the event, where the leaks have been totally wrong. So I guess my question to you, Matt, with all that being said, how how confident are you that the leaks we have point us in the direction of the iPhone 14 like do you think this design is locked in do you think this is what it is or do you think there could be a uh, a Mac studio hiding in the background that's gonna come out and blow us all away
1: yeah that's tough because with the Mac studio which is a good example of something that wasn't leaked until like hours before uh that is something that they that is new right so we're not expecting to you know be on the lookout for a Mac studio because it doesn't exist. So they could easily announce something and surprise us because why would they be leaking something that doesn't exist? So that makes sense. The iPhone on the other hand, like you said, this is millions upon, I think we got the word that they ordered. Maybe I got this number wrong. 90 million or 9 million. I think, I think 90 it might be, million. It might be 90.
0: It's, it's always I, crazy every year. Yeah. I
1: think they ordered 90 million of these phones and you know, we're what a week and a half away or yeah, week and a half away from this event. And then, uh, I guess so I guess two and a half yeah, weeks from this from phone actually phones, coming out. Exactly. So this these are well into production at this point. So I mean, if it was radically different or not what we're expecting, I feel like something would have leaked by now. Um but on the other hand, why has nothing really more official leaked now, which I feel like usually does happen. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like every well, year we get some kind of
0: hard usually leak. I feel like a couple of days before the event, like two To one day before the event, we get some crazy last-minute leak. That usually, like, confirms what we already knew. I remember last year, it was like, wasn't it the morning of the event? We got the details on the processor and stuff, of the iPad uh, Air going on monitors and other stuff. Like, that has happened. But I feel like, you know, other products, things change with the iPhone. Like you said, they're producing these at such scale. They're already producing them now because they're going to be out in two and a half weeks. I feel like history has proven this most of the time. 95 percent of the time the leaks are pretty accurate and what we see is what we get so i'd imagine the iphone 14 is going to look like this there will be those four sizes that we will see this pull a pill hole punch shape now if we got to find a better word for that what are we going to call this new notch apparatus the eye hole the eye hole whatever it is (laughs) um i feel like it's probably locked in there's also obviously been you know questions we've got the question that came in over the text line you know do do you think we're going to see it my response to that would be, we were having an internal discussion about this today, but um, someone asked uh, our producer, Ralph, about, you know, well, what if the notch isn't changed? I said, that's not going to happen. I just, it's This stuff is so locked in at this point that it's hard for me to imagine a world where this isn't the design. I'd love to be proven wrong. Hopefully it's better, but Apple can get away with it. In some instances, even the Apple Watch isn't as big of a deal, but with the iPhone, these leaks are usually pretty spot on. I mean, even the... Crazy iPhone rumors of Touch ID and Face ID. Those rumors faded out long before the event happened. I think the only rumor last year, a couple of rumors that didn't pan out, uh, satellite connectivity didn't happen. And that was more of a will there, won't they? Because that's kind of hard to see leaked. Uh, The orange color didn't happen. But really, the design was there. The 120 hertz was there. I mean, most of these leaks are pretty spot on. So I'd imagine that the iPhone 14 we have now on Mac rumors and the dummy models, that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. It'd be tough to see. The only thing that throws a wrench in this is that we did have those, I guess they weren't solid rumors, but those rumors that everyone was kind of on board with of the Apple Watch Series 7 that was Mm -hmm. completely wrong. So it's like, that shows that it is at least possible that you know, everyone can be on board with these rumors and it doesn't actually pan out. I can't remember. I'm trying to think back. Did someone like Mark Gurman go against those rumors? No, in
0: fact, it was John Prosser and Mark Gurman were the two ones I can think of that said the Apple Watch is going to have a flat edge design. And funny enough, I've seen, you know, John Prosser and Mark Gurman go at it on Twitter where German is very clear these days about what's going to be flat edge and what's yeah. not and you know John Prosser is like dude like you said it before the event this is what was going to happen so they were both saying it was going to happen so I'm not sure again there's a whole can of worms on the conspiracy theory behind the series 7 and honestly the series 7 we got was not that great compared to the rumors but um it was a not a not a happy surprise um but yeah you're you're totally right there was um, that that leak was wrong, totally wrong. I mean, the other parts about the bigger screen, that stuff was true, but the design was totally wrong. But I I still am under the impression that something else happened behind the scenes with that. Yeah, but I think so. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it, I would love to know the story on that. But I mean, yeah, we're we're they probably produced at least like a million of these iPhones already, and they're probably going to do another two million in the next two weeks. So it's like, I I mean, I I forget
0: that. What is the uh, the launch weekend numbers? I don't know if Apple— There's estimates these days. I mean, it's got to be a couple of million are being— I mean, assume that a couple of million are going to be sold in two and a half weeks, that in—or three and a half weeks, whatever it is. I mean, we're going to order these on the 9th, then they're going to come up the next week, and Apple's, you know, building these in large quantities now. I've got to imagine by event day, there's at least a couple million built, Right.
1: Oh, I, they've got to be at least. I'm, ch- I'm checking here. I don't think they released the actual numbers, but according to... They used to. Analyst, Remember the,
0: the good old days?
1: Yeah, yeah I know. And according to an analyst with the uh, for the iPhone 13, it was off to a promising start, whatever that means. So millions, I'm sure. And yeah. then over the holiday with the iPhone 13, so you know the holiday season, they sold over 40 million iPhones. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, so the 90 million answer was correct on that, that number uh, that i mean that's insane so just, you got to assume there's millions upon millions that are already made right today and that they're just going to keep producing those so i mean if it's something radically different it would have leaked because yeah. the people putting them in the boxes and the people putting them together are, are going to leak them or at the very Despite, least ming chi kuo who is the you know supply chain analyst that always exactly. leaks all this stuff he would have said something
0: despite Apple's like best efforts with security and like, boy, do they have ironclad NDAs and stuff for the people who are on the factory floor. But it's usually like we've mentioned before, it's these parts suppliers and the analysts who have these supply chain connections. They're the ones that are able to see what parts are going in. And that's how they're able to leak this stuff out early. So if there was a totally new display or a different hole punch cutout or a different camera system, we'd probably know about it. So I guess to answer your question, Matt, I'm assuming a periscope zoom lens would have leaked in the supply chain leaks, right? I mean, you would you would
1: think so, and that's kind of why I'm not assuming it's going to happen. But it was just a rumor that we had heard that they're at least working on, and maybe we'll see it in the iPhone 15. I guess we the original rumor back in the day was that it was going to be in the iPhone 14, but that's mm-hmm. before everything else fell apart. So I'm just saying, it's not completely out of the question for me, but um i'm not baking on it or anything that's just it would make sense to me that that far out you know astrophotography we got a huge zoom it all kind of makes sense um but other than that i can't really think can you think
0: of anything else that this far out might mean i i can't think it's some you know i'm thinking you know it's like a space theme it's got to be either satellites or astrophotography like those are the only two that make sense to me or apple's just going to do what they've been doing lately which is like oh this means nothing oh i I don't (laughs) Whatever it's far out, it's uh, the price is getting out of this world. I don't know. It's just gonna be um, gonna be interesting. So yeah. that's the event invite. So September seventh, uh, ten a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So wherever you are in the world, calculate your time zone differences. That's when the event's gonna be. Of course regardless of whether or not it will be a pre uh, event or a live event, like live on stage, it will be live to the world to see. So you don't have to like watch a live blog. You can go to apple.com and watch it, which is great. Um, so that's when the event's going to take place. So Matt, what are our last minute predictions? Semi last minute, cause we've got another week next week, but what are we expecting to see? We've got iPhone 14, we've got Apple watch. Will there be a third product?
1: I think we're going to see AirPods Pro 2. It just makes sense that they would announce it at this event. I guess the question is, will we see that or will we see, I think we will see three products. The question is, will it be AirPods or will it be something else? If it's something else, I don't really know what it would be. We have been hearing word of this, you know, base iPad, this 10 point whatever inch iPad. Um, Maybe they do it here, but. They usually do that at its own event with all the other iPads. I'm trying to remember last year. When did mm. they announce the iPad meeting? think with
0: the iPhones? I think last year was base iPad, iPhone 13, 13 Pro, and watch. I think it was basically three products. I think it was oh, no, iPhone, it. iPad, and watch, I believe. See, look at us. So that,
1: I mean, I, I don't see that being out of the question. It just then makes me question what the... Next event would be, or even if there would be another event.
0: Well, I, we keep hearing about October being the time for, I think Mark Irma just said again that he believes that an October event with Macs and iPads. So I don't know. It's going to be confusing. I just, I would love to see AirPods Pro 2. I just don't know the more we hear about them. Are they event worthy or are they just sort of a press release? But Apple's already going to be holding this event. So if they could hold a uh, a section of the event for AirPods 3, I'd imagine AirPods Pro 2 deserves some stage time uh, stage time too. Uh,
1: yeah, I think so, especially because they're gonna, apparently gonna have lossless audio support, high fidelity audio. They're gonna need to explain how they did it. I think they're gonna wanna show that off, right? And I also, so I think it's worthy of it because the only difference with the AirPods 3 was, you know, in terms of new technology, the really only difference was the different design. Everything else was something we already had in the AirPods Pro or the or AirPods 2. So, did that need stage time i don't think so they spent like 20 yeah. minutes talking about uh spatial audio so <laughs> if if which was already announced long before that so i think with these airpods pro 2 the new drivers the Presum- presumably, like airplay streaming, I think that's worthy of a few minutes on stage at the very least. Um, but I just, did just look it up. Yeah, the last event from last year, it was the iPhone 13, 13 Pro, all the 13s, Series 7, and a regular iPad and iPad mini. So, I mean, that's possible. Oh, I and can see that and the mini again. was
0: last fall. Well, that was a pretty jam packed fall event now that I think about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's been a year since we've had the mini. Um, uh, so, I. I mean, we could see that base
0: iPad that's been rumored, right? With the Touch ID, potential. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking that if they, we do see an October event, they've got to hold that, right? Or it would make sense. But well, now
1: I, let me look up what the October event was because I can't remember. I think it was the MacBook Pros, right? So we get a, a MacBook Pro 13 or 14, 16 update.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What well, would that even look? Are we going to get an M2 Pro and Mac? M2, M2 chips... Uh, In those, we see a base iPad upgrade. We see a iPad Pro upgrade, and then maybe a Mac Mini. I don't know what the other Mac could be, but that's about what it's sounding like right now. Oh, Mac Pro 2, maybe. Wild card. Yeah, yeah,
1: but I don't think it's going to happen. I'm looking up October event 2021, Apple. I'm trying to remember. I know it was the MacBook Pros, but I'm trying to remember what else they talked about there. Here we go. October 21. Um, So that was the... Unleashed event, and that is where they talked about MacBook Pro, third-gen AirPods, which is kind of strange, and the HomePod Mini. That's it. Mm. Hmm. So, interesting. So, maybe they will just do one event for not very
0: many products. I mean, I guess... I mean, last year, the, the MacBook Pros, there was a lot to talk about there. That and was with a, that, the introduction yeah. of the M1 Pro and M1 Max, that sort of took its own chunk, too, so...
1: Well, um, I guess you could yeah. say maybe the M2 Pro and Max are going to have equally interesting slides on that kind of thing, but just looking at the M2 chip, doesn't seem like that would be the case. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but that's making me think that we will see kind of a similar breakup as we saw last year and it doesn't
0: just kind of throwing a wrench in my idea that we're going to see AirPods because maybe we'll see those at the next time. I mean, I guess, you know, honestly they could go either way. Like you could see them interchange. Like I feel like AirPods, you're talking about of weeks between the two. So I guess right, not a huge right. deal. Um, but um, I'm excited to see whenever they come. So iPhone 14, We've talked about the design. We've talked before about the features. I guess, is there really anything left to say besides don't buy the <laughs> iPhone 14? You can't buy the Pro. I mean, we talked about price increases. We've talked about features. Any last minute tidbits you'd like to share or suggestions or anything that caught your eye in the news?
1: Yeah, I, something I didn't really think about Well, first of all, apparently they're still supposed to be keeping around the 13 mini. So if you do want a mini phone, you don't have to really worry too much. Apparently that's going to stick around. Yeah, it's going to be older, but you could still get it. Um, The other thing is if you are in the market for that iPhone 14, you don't want the max, then, I mean, definitely as soon as it's announced, maybe even a few weeks after, just go buy a iPhone 13 Pro. You're going to probably spend a similar amount of money and you're all, well, maybe not quite as similar, but close enough that it makes sense. Maybe can even get it uh, refurbished or a third-party option. Um, go to your carrier. Go to AT&T or T-Mobile or whatever. They'll give it to you for free pretty much. That will be a much better phone than the iPhone 14, I think. Uh, or just buy an iPhone 13, the regular
0: one, and just call it a day. You could do
1: that too, but I'm just saying like, for probably a very similar price you can get Mm. the much better camera you can get the better screen you can get all the things that you probably would want you just don't want to spend the money for but in this case the 14 compared to the 13 pro 13 pro all day
0: and i've seen a lot of speculation on twitter about people saying well how is apple going to spin this because the regular 14 from my dumb calculations my back of napkin math you've gonna you're gonna get better battery life presumably maybe a slightly tweaked processor but who really cares about that better selfie called camera. the same
1: though at the very least
0: yeah maybe something with uh satellite connectivity maybe yeah, something else that. with the camera but we don't know so really let's just say what we know confidently what well, we're pretty sure satellite connectivity uh you're gonna get a better battery life and a better selfie camera three things I, that is not enough for me to be compelled to spend the money on 800 bucks on an iPhone 14 when you could probably get an iPhone 13 or even your point the 13 Pro for around the same, if not significantly less money.
1: Yeah, no, I, that's the way to go for sure. At the very least, like if you're in the market for this type of phone, do not buy it even for the next month. I'd say, like just wait, see what the deals are on the older phones, uh, see what Apple prices these things at, because. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I I really think they're just not going to spin it. I think the regular iPhone 14, they're just not going to talk about it. Like, they're really just going to talk about the iPhone 14 Max. And they're going to pretend like this Max size is something new, something crazy, even though they've been making Max phones forever. And I think that's really what their spin is going to be, is like, wow, look at this new size. Because that's kind of what they did with the iPhone 12 when they did the 12 mini. Mm -hmm. They, well, actually not really. They talked about the 12 forever, and then they're like, oh, by the way, we also have this tiny one. So maybe... Yeah, but
0: it got its own special special showcase in the Mission and Style possible um, briefcases. And they're they're definitely going to make a point out of it. Like, oh, look how great. It's the 14 Max. And I mean, I think it's going to be a good phone. um, But the 12, it's going to be interesting to see how they sell that because there's not a, a whole lot as of right now that could be compelling, though... I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of software thing here, maybe something with the camera, some new feature, satellite connectivity. There's something that's got to make this more compelling than what we know right now, at least I hope yeah, that's the case.
1: that's the question I've been hearing a lot of people ask is like, is this really it? Like, is there something we're just missing? And I mean, it seems like it's it. I mean, even if they did tweak the camera, it wouldn't be something so crazy that it would make it worth it. Because I think the most we've heard is, like, maybe there's going to be an updated wide-angle camera in some way, um, or ultra-wide, I should say. That's the most I've heard. I, don't, I haven't heard anything about the actual camera. I speculated that maybe they would use the camera we have now in the 14, but there's absolutely no room over that. Um, uh, and that would also that would also make them have to change the design because the cameras are bigger, so that's not going to happen. It, it, yeah, it just seems like a very boring, boring release. <laughs> I, here's a question before we talk about all the other stuff we're expecting at this event yeah um you know pre-spec
0: pre-announcement which iphone do you think you're going to be getting 14 pro base no storage 100 percent. now every time i when i had the dummy 14 max at the office and like tried the max that we have it just it's just too big for me i feel like this is the perfect screen size it's pocketable portable I've got enough space on here if I'm going to ever watch. Like, I don't really watch YouTube or anything on here. Like, usually it's, like, TikTok, vertical video, or I've got my iPad for, like, watching stuff at the gym. To me, I just don't have a reason to go max unless there's some special camera feature that was the case a number of years ago. But if Apple sort of sticks it um, to what they've been doing, which is, like, the 14 Pro and Pro Max are the same spec-wise, I will probably, most likely, like, 99% go with just the regular uh, 14 Pro. But I think you might be wavering this year. Uh, I
1: don't know. I'm, I'm debating whether I should go Pro or Max or Pro or Pro Max. Um, I'm definitely going Pro, obviously, but I, I agree. The size of the regular Pro phone is perfect. It's like big enough that you still see everything you need, but it fits in your pocket and fits, fits in your hand. I had the, I'm trying to remember which one I had,
0: 11 Pro Max? No. I don't remember yeah, well, what the what last Yeah, what was the Max last I Max? I think I it was the 11 Pro Max, because of the 12. I, I I can't remember either. I just remember I was on I was on the Max train forever. I did. They brought back the Max, the 10s Max. I think I had the 10s Max and the I don't. I mean, now I'm all over the place. I don't remember. But I was on the Max train or the Plus train for a while. The iPhone 10 came. We were all uh, forced to go back to a smaller screen size. Then they opened it back up again, and I was on the Max. I think I did the tennis Max, and then I think I just did a regular 11 Pro. I, I really don't remember now. My last Yeah, I'm Max looking it up. Phone. I'm
1: going through – so 2020, September, I'm going through my photos because that's the only way I can that's remember. That's what I was going to do too. <laughs> uh, let's see. Check the
0: metadata. What phone is this?
1: I, I apparently sold something – oh, that's the iPhone 10.
0: No, that's a regular –
1: I can't tell from these pictures, to
0: be honest. I don't. I don't remember the last Max. Phone oh, so okay. So I. am okay, but... so looking at a picture I had from my 2019 camera roll. I had a 10s Max. So that's my 2019 phone. Uh, my 20. I had a
1: 10s Max. I know that for sure because they didn't have a Max with the regular 10, then they brought the Max. So that was kind of the new feature. So I remember that um, for sure.
0: And then in 20 in the fall, I got a. This doesn't say what. It's just oh, 10s Max again because I'm still. Let me go up here to later in September. Let's go to October here. This is a 11 Pro. So there we go. So I went from a 10S Max to an 11 Pro. So that's, I think, the year I downsized. And I don't think with the 12, I stuck with the, stuck with the 12 Pro and then 13 Pro. So the 10S Max is my last Max phone, which maybe it's been a couple years. Maybe I should give it a spin again, but I just am not inclined to do that.
1: Yeah, you haven't had the squared off design with uh, the Max screen size. Yeah, I'm trying to remember uh 20 so what year was the 11 pro
0: 2019 2019 fall 2019 looking at a picture from october 4th this is when looks like we uh this is like a work day we haven't gotten fries look at that making me hungry i'm sure where i'm gonna sing that was you know what actually these pictures are from san diego when we went down and shot the iphone 11 and 11 pro reviews uh for the John Render channel so there you go all right let
1: me find let me i'm gonna figure this out i know this is this is thrilling content, but I got to figure out which phone I had because it's kind of sad that I can't remember which one I
0: had. Well, Um, Matt looks at that. I'll I'll recap again. Price increases are coming to the pros at least. We're expecting $100 more. So you're going to be looking at 1099 to start. The 14 is going to be 800 bucks. And then we, again, we don't know the price of the 14 max. So hopefully it's 899, so $100 more, maybe 999, but somewhere in that realm, that's what I'd expect. And uh, we will also do a recap. We're going to put together a recap after the event, but also we'll give you our iPhone buying tips. Because Matt and I have both, knock on wood, I don't think we've missed a launch day phone in like a decade. So we'll tell you the (laughs) secret. Yeah. We'll tell you the secret on how to get your phone on launch day and how to prepare for pre-orders. But anyways, uh, Matt, did you figure out what phone you had?
1: Yeah, I figured it out. I had to go find a picture that I knew I took with my iPhone and check the metadata, and it's an iPhone 11 Pro. So I didn't go max, so maybe I should go max. Give it another shot. I too have not tried it. I mean, I have, I've obviously used the max phones, but I haven't used it as my main phone for a long time. And I'm always
0: like, oh, it's too big and it's fine. But I mean, nice to have the preference now. And I think now for many people who want that bigger screen size, but don't need the pro max, the 14 max is going to be an excellent phone. I think that there's really no downside to that phone. And I think it's going to sell well. I think it's going to be, hopefully it's priced well. It will sell well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think the, the regular max phone is going to be, uh, the way to go for a lot of people. Um, I guess, so the other, the only other thing we haven't talked about is the Apple Watch. Uh, yes. So what are uh, we
0: expecting here? Well, Series 8, Series 8 Pro, whatever they call it, uh, bigger screen, better battery life, uh, maybe a more resistant screen, resistant body. Little is known about the Apple Watch. Apple Watch always seems to be sort of a, a mystery every year. So we're expecting a higher-end version, but we don't know specifics. Matt, I'm sure I know the answer to this, but are you buying a Pro Watch this year if it comes out?
1: Oh, definitely. I, I I, mean, so the Apple Watch is the one product that I don't necessarily upgrade every single year. And I did just get the Series 7. But this Pro Watch has things that I think I'm going to want. And I've also wanted something different. So probably. Let's put probably. I'm not going to say 100%, but probably. Um, yeah. What about you?
0: I think so. It's going to depend on the price because one of the nice things about the sport models is you can usually like trade them in through Apple, which I know is horrible because they don't give you anything. But usually you can trade it in through Apple. It's very easy. And like the difference is only like 150 bucks. Like it's never like a huge thing. So you can sort of trade up incrementally. But if this watch is going to be 100 bucks, I don't know. Especially after you're dropping over a thousand dollars on your pro phone. So exactly. I'm optimistic I'll have to see what the feature set is. I would like I, I regret not getting stainless steel. I got like the green aluminum and I regret it. So I would like a better um I'd like a different material and a bigger screen. If it's bigger and brighter and like a different design, I think that's enough for me to make yeah. the plunge. And also I just want to test it. I might just get it and return it just see, but um oh, I love my Apple Watch it, a lot, so I wanna keep it, yeah. I wanna check it out. So there you go.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I'm excited to see what the features are. I'm definitely going to try it and see if it's worth that money. Um, But I'm excited for a difference. I, I really am... This is my one holding out hope out of all things that I don't think is going to happen, but I'm just holding out hope. And it's that that squared off design was, in fact, meant for this I watch so. in some way. I hope so. I really hope so. And that that's what it's going to be. I just... I mean, we're not... So supposedly, that's not happening. But the person who told us that's not happening is also the person that told us it was happening last year. So that's true. <laughs> Mark Gurman, uh, on, his Apple Watch track record has not been great. Let's put it that Though, way. So his uh... who knows.
0: His other Apple Watch rumors have been – or an Apple Watch, but his Apple rumors in general have been good. He was the one that yeah. said it was going to be September 7th before the invites went out. So, Well, he's usually great. It's just that yeah.
1: the Apple Watch in particular, he got it wrong. So <laughs> who knows? Maybe this year he's wrong again. Uh, so. And I also wouldn't be surprised if he's really hedging his bets because he was kind of embarrassed last year. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, no, it's not going to be that design, but it's just going to be different. And maybe it is that design. He
0: just doesn't want to say
1: it, you know? I, I'm
0: curious as if it's going to be not that, but it's going to be different. And it's supposed to be a really big redesign and a big departure from what we have and have yeah, seen. Don't, don't what what is, is it going to be? I don't know what's <laughs> in the middle there. So I'm really, that's the one. I'm excited for that almost more to see the reveal because I know the f 14 Pro, I'm going to buy it. I know all the features. Apple Watch is a little bit of a mystery. So I'm really excited to see uh, the reveal and the details on that. So I'm excited for that. Uh, another piece of news, Matt, we should talk about, which you have more thoughts yeah. on than I do. Uh, iPadOS is getting delayed till October. Why is it delayed, and what is with all the controversy all of a sudden about Stage Manager?
1: So I'm I'm gonna read what Apple said. So yes, it is delayed, and instead of coming out as iPadOS 16, it's going to be released as iPadOS 16.1. Um, basically, there's no real reason why this is given. Uh, I'll talk about what I think the reason is, but. Um, This is from a statement that Apple gave to TechCrunch, and they said this is an especially big year for iPadOS as its own platform with features specifically designed for the iPad. We have the flexibility to deliver iPadOS on its own schedule. This fall, iPadOS will ship after iOS in 16.1, like I just said. Um, And then, yeah, so no real reason why that is happening. Um, I, from the outside, from, you know, the user's perspective, people have been using this beta, myself included, Stage Manager is not good. L- let me see how, how to put this delicately or not, not delicate, but delicately, but accurately. The, the idea of Stage Manager, great. I love it. I've been using it. I use it every day. I, I still like it. I, I, uh, have it plugged in. I have a whole setup that I'm releasing a video on pretty soon, um, with, You know that i use my ipad with with an external display and using stage manager it's great it it does technically work but it's just not polished at all and there are things that are strange that don't make sense for instance um i really really comes down to is kind of your opinion of the ipad where you'd rather just use a mac that kind of what it feels like it's like Mm. yes you now have multi windows but it does it in such a different way that it's almost harder and less useful because you know how easy it could be and they just don't do it that way. For instance, you want to resize a window instead of just, you know, infinitely resizing it however you want. There's only like certain ways that it can resize. Okay. You want to move the window around. Well, you can't just grab anywhere on the taskbar. You have to grab specifically in one spot and okay. You want You wanna position the page here on the window or on the screen. Okay, well, it doesn't let you do that. It has to snap to a certain area. You wanna have like two windows side by side. Well, you can only do it in a certain way. It's like, there's so many different, it's really hard to explain, but there's just so many limitations on what it does. That's my biggest annoyance. I know, uh, what's his name? I think it's the guy that makes uh, Overcast, right? Pan?
0: Uh, um, uh, Marco Arment.
1: Yeah, I think he, had, let me look. Let me see if I can find this up. Find this. But do you remember what? What have you heard about some of these complaints? While I look this up.
0: I just heard that the the experience can be inconsistent. I've heard that a lot of people are upset because um, it's not on older iPads, and there's a reason for it. The one person I know who's super into the iPad is uh, is it Frederic is it Vitici? I don't know. If that's it's, what I'm I thinking of. That's yeah. I'm not. I don't want to butcher his name, but he's I know. If he's not exclusively on the iPad, he was for a while just on iPad, doing everything on iPad. And he said he turned it off. I didn't read too much into it, but I know that there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, CG Manager, it's half-baked, it's not ready. And just a call for Apple to fix these issues before it goes live, which seems like that might be actually happening.
1: So here it is. Mac Stories, iPad... Oh, that's that. That's the overview. Hold on. Yeah, so F- Frederico Vedici is the person I was thinking of, I'm
0: pretty sure.
1: So here it is. Let me see. Let me find... Let me find what he said. Um... If I remember correctly, basically, it's that it's just a mess. It's not, I think what he said or whoever said it, I can't remember if it was him specifically, but they basically said, you know, we're, we've been waiting for Windows support uh, in some shape or form on the iPad for so long that this implementation is just not worth shipping at this point. Like, make sure you get it right. We've waited so long, just get it right and we can be happy because we've already waited. So it's like, at this point, don't make it half-baked, don't make it a pain in the butt to use. Um, And I agree. I've actually been switching back and forth. Like when I'm using my Magic Keyboard, I don't use Stage Manager. I take it off. I only use Stage Manager when I'm using it connected to an external uh, Hmm. monitor, which I'm really only doing because it's cool and new. I I don't know if I would really do that every single day all the time um, in its current iteration. So I I, I agree with the growing pains, but I'm going to continue to figure this out uh, or not figure this out. I'm going to continue to see if I can figure out who said this um i'm never gonna find it in the, in this the way i'm trying to find it right now but here we go digital trends let's see digital trends likes to aggregate different people's things <laughs> they say um, yeah nah, i'm not gonna be able to find it but that's the basic oh wait i think i found it actually oh i did find it um so this is what federico Vitici said so he said the fact the fact that going back to classic split view or slide over feels so in kind of a asterisk, nice right now is pretty telling. If stage manager is the future of iPadOS for pro users, I hope Apple understands that it can, can't be rushed. We waited years for this, might as well get it in spring 2023. So he is saying, let's just wait a whole year. Um, and I kind of agree with him that when you go back to the regular split view, like the typical one that we have now, it feels like a breath of fresh air. You're like, oh, this mm. works perfectly. You know exactly how it's supposed to work. Whereas when you go to stage manager, it's confusing. And I can figure it out. You could figure it out. Frederico Vitici could figure it out, but it's not easy if that makes sense. And I'm, I'm torn because on one hand, I love the feature and I'm glad Apple is doing it, but I also get what he's saying where it's like, there seems to be very obvious things that they could change to make it so much better. And they're just not. And this is one of those uh, strange Apple things that we we just can't understand. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. Obviously, the people there are using it. And I think Apple also put out a statement or someone at Apple put out a statement saying that after this tweet kind of went a little viral in the Apple world, saying that, no, stage manager works exactly as it's intended to. Like, there's nothing actually wrong with it. Obviously, it's in beta, but like, this is what we want. And that's kind of what has people worried, I think. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Every day I use my MacBook Air, I'm happy I bought that and not an iPad or another iPad or implementation of the iPad. I just, for me, trying to force the iPad to be that computer has just never worked for me. I hope it does. I have high hopes for the future of iPad OS and what Apple can do. The hardware is great. Just the software just isn't intuitive. Even the current gestures and slide over and all that stuff, it's not inherently intuitive to me. Um, so I'm curious to see what happens, but yeah. So uh, iOS 16, the, the iPhone stuff is happening, and the Fallout release is going to be. Um, usually they release iOS 16 like earlier in the week before the new iPhones launch, so probably like right. what, Monday, Tuesday of Something the like following that, yeah. after that. And then iPad OS is going to launch in October. Then I'm assuming, or yeah, October. I'm assuming Mac OS in September still Ventura, which Ventura, I will touch that I with a nine yeah, yeah, because. I love macOS releases. New, really. Nothing new, and also like it just everything will break if I update. So I'm just gonna stay away from that. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of the latest on software. As we sort of wrap up, else? I mean, we we went. On, I, I'm now just I keep turning in my head about what this uh, invitation text means yeah, about the the theater. We'll get to that. Um, we'll obviously I have breaking last minute leaks next week. But anything else before we wrap up? Because I think we covered pretty much everything for September.
1: Yeah, no, I think we've kind of uh, hit this one as hard as we can. We've talked about it so much. Nothing really new has come up except for now that it's confirmed that something is happening. Uh, but, yeah, next week we'll go into any last-minute rumors that pop up, which will probably will be some, and also we'll do a buying guide. I think that would be good. Uh, yes. Well, maybe, I don't know. We'll either do that next week or the week after. We'll, we'll figure that out. But lots of good stuff. Always, uh, As always, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, so we have our hotline, which I believe – Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm doing this from memory. The phone number is 949- 949...
0: I get I lost it. What is the phone number? <laughs> 949-354-3508. Also, Matt and I are discussing something special for at the end of Apple event week, maybe like iPhone Pro today, maybe iPhone launching, maybe both. We want to do something interactive with you guys. So I don't know if that's like a Twitter spaces. Maybe it's like a YouTube live where like we record the podcast live on YouTube and then we can get live comments. We're going to do something. So be on the lookout for something special around the iPhone event week and the week after an iPhone 14 launch. Uh, We'll have more details on that soon. Uh, But I think that's going to do it. It's going to nicely end this one for today. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We'll see you right back here next week on another episode of the Apple Circle Podcast.